Education Conversations. Paul Esther Hayden is uh, the CEO of School Days. Paul, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Hi, good evening, Patricia. Yeah, and thanks for having me on your show. Um, I, I know it's late at night, and I, I'm glad I'm not on the after 11 portion of the program. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be resting by that time? <laughs> oh, God willing. I mean, if there's enough adrenaline, who knows? <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll be a lot, and it's a conversation not to be missed, just like the one we're having right now, because education yeah. is very critical yeah. uh, for any um, you know country to grow, for any people to grow. They need to be educated, and formal education has been one that has shaped our modernized society, right? And um, one of the, the, the ways that we as South Africans uh, mark the entry into now the big world for young people is after grade 12. And grade 12 being matric. Right. The matric right. results of 2022, uh, Paul, are outstanding, according to many, 80.1%, given the fact that there was, what, load shedding, COVID-19, yeah. you know, yeah. on and off lessons. <laughs> There was so many things. There was uh, um, uh, the, the, the floods. Students were interrupted in ways that we've never seen before. But these yeah. students still got an 80.1% pass rate. Not everyone is happy about this. Why not? Okay. So so, so there are a number of things. And Patricia, yeah, it, it's, um, you know, take a deep breath and, and actually see things in the light of how they're meant to be seen and, if we can aggregate the numbers. And, okay, so in the first instance, we're talking about our public schools, our government schools. It's the schools where um, our nation typically, uh, more than three quarters of the nation, send their children to go to school and say, you're going to go to school for 12 years. Um, There's 200 school days of your life each year. Uh, We're going to find teachers and schools that will be able to deliver a curriculum and teach you. And uh, by the time you've completed 11 years, you'll move into your 12th year of time at school and you will write your matric exams at the culmination of all of that. And then um, we get these results that are announced because we take the aggregates and we take the overall and then we say, right, what's the big number for the last couple of years? And, uh, and yes, this is the very first uh, matric group who've come through the COVID years, as it were. Um, you know, going into grade 10 and grade 11 when, when COVID was uh, such a confrontational reality in the lives of so many, and, and how did students and families and teachers and schools and the school management and the school leadership, how did they deal with COVID? How did they survive it and get through it? And so this is the first matric year group that's come through that. And, and we, we declare and the government declares and the Department of Basic Education declares 80,1% of the learners passed their matric exam. And we say, wow, okay, that's amazing. And then I'm standing on the outside of this and I'm saying, hold on a moment, what is 80% of people who've been at school for 12 years? That means um, one out of every five children, the headline should be different. One out of every five matriculants failed to achieve 37,5% as an average for their subjects in matric. And then we have to gasp because that is an horrific number. And and you've got to say, well, how did that happen? Uh, Put five children in matric in front of me and one of them is going to fail. And 
you've spent 12 years at school and at the culmination of that, do I get a second chance? Um, why did I fail? And you've got to remember that, you know, in a hurdles race around a 400 meter track, they, they set, and I, I'm not sure of the number, I never did the hurdles because I was rather a sprinter in my day, um, but you put hurdles around the track and they raise to a certain height at which you can cope and you run and you, you clear each hurdle and you get to the finish line. The hurdle, the benchmark, uh, the pass rate for our matriculants is not set at 50%. That means I get half and more than half of what I'm asked correct, be answered. Uh, it's below that, it's below 40%. So, so somewhere along the line, we're failing because we haven't taught the curriculum to these learners, to these children at school, to enable them to get to matric and pass, and pass well, so that they can come out and say, I've done very well in my matric year. Because even if I, for someone to scrape through and get a 40% pass rate, is no great um, standpoint for them to go to a, a business and say, will you please employ me? Look, one in five has failed. Yeah, well, I'm 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 looking at uh, what you know DA leaders said uh, around the national senior certificate pass rate. That the the true calculation that they came up to is uh, that um, due to the dropout uh, of some yeah. matriculants, others dropped out way before matric, others during matric, um, didn't write exams and so on then actually our pass rate is sitting at 54.6%. And only 58% of learners, according to the DA's calculation, who start of grade one, end up yeah. reaching grade 12. Why such a huge drop-off rate if these uh, quali uh, these uh, calculations are correct? Well, well that we also have that. I mean, that's a harsh reality that... There were 1.2 million children 12 years ago who started school in South Africa. And of those, 750,000 of them wrote a matric exam this year. So we lost over 400,000 learners along the way who, who bailed in grade 9, grade 10, grade 11. They didn't go to matric. So it's not only about an 80% pass rate where 20% of the learners failed. It's about saying that of those who actually joined and, and attended school for the first time 12 years ago in grade one, those 1.2 million kids, um, what has happened to those 400,000 who never even got to write a matric exam? And, and the reason for that is that they would not have passed it uh, because they weren't passing grade 10 or 11. So we, we've got a, you know, that's why we have this unemployment rate in the youth where 60% of those whom we would deem employable between the ages of 18 and 25 are without work. Because when you're running a business, or you, 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 whatever you're doing, whatever industry you're in, or whatever business you're running, you're wanting to employ people who are capable and competent. And when they come to you and say, I don't have a trick, I didn't finish high school, I didn't, I, when did I stop, I, I couldn't pass. Um, you're not going to be over eager or zealous to want to employ those those kids, those those youth of today. So we have this as a conundrum, and I, and I mean it's terrible to go keep on. Let's not bang the drum around how bad it is, how bad it is, how bad it is. Let's rather lift this up and say, hold on a moment, what do we do? And if if I'm a listener on your radio station tonight, and wherever I am, if I'm a doctor on duty, if I'm if I'm working in a call centre. 
if, if I'm, I'm somebody, uh, you know, just operating the night shift, if I'm in whatever industry, the media, uh, and I'm there listening to the radio and I'm saying, well, this is terrible. This is, this is horrible. I've got some conversation pieces for tomorrow. I'm saying, no, don't do that. Let, let each one of us just take a moment and say, what do we do to make a difference? And for me, the starting point is to say we need government to assess where we're at in our communities. And we are the community. We are the society. We are the people. We're on the ground. We've got children. We've got grandchildren. We've got kids at school. We, we've got the, we're a community. We're people. And, and for me, a starting point would be to say, okay, well, what can I do to help this? What can I do to make a difference? Did I go to school? Where did I want to go to school? Can I potentially look back at that school, reach out to them and say, how can I help you? And, uh, you know, we, we built a program called School Days, um, which is focused on the school days of a, of a child's life, the 200 days a year. And we're saying communities join our program because we want to go to business. We want to go to the big banks and we want to go to business and we want to say to them, help us to support schools and education. Government, you need to know that this is not a crisis that evolves now that we can fix next year to get a better than 80% pass rate next year. It's too late. We need to go back deeper into all of this and say, how many schools should we be building? How many teachers should we be employing? What kind of a career path can we create for teachers how can we support the principals, the leaders, the leadership and management in a school so that we say to them, you're our leaders, you're our teachers. We need you to teach our children so that when they get to matric, they stand tall and they go into an exam room and they answer the questions and they write the exams and they come out of there saying, I know that I passed. I'm not hopeful. I know that I've been taught and my teachers taught that. You know, the whole theme before we got onto this topic tonight, and I don't know where people's blood levels are going now, whether they're wanting mm. to get back to the romantic music. <laughs> and I'm just saying, you know, every one of us knows we have a teacher and all teachers whom we really loved. Uh, there was a time in our lives when we were at school and there were teachers whom we really didn't want to be around and there were teachers whom we wanted to be in their classroom and wanted to be there for longer. And those are the kind of teachers that are called into this industry, and we need more teachers. We need teachers to say we want to be competent to, to deliver the curriculum so that you understand what I'm teaching you in grade one, grade two, grade three, all the way to grade 12. Because if you grasp what I'm teaching you, you will competently move into the next grade, and you will ultimately get to a matric, which is challenging. The matrix of 2022 wrote exams which were incomparable with those that were written a decade ago because the, the ante is up, the level is up, the curriculum is, is challenging. But we want teachers to come into this and we, we want to be part of that. So I'm saying to every one of the listeners out there, you can help us to make a difference. It's not about throwing stones at the Department of Basic Education or the Department of of any kind of social community upliftment or the government. Let's stop bashing them. Let's say, let's look at our immediacy, our immediate community, and say, how can we as a society do our part and help and help things to happen for education? You know, thinking about um, you know, what you're <laughs> saying, especially with the teachers, it's correct. It's correct. We need very motivated teachers. But in the same breath, we must remember there's so many unemployed teachers who are qualified in South Africa who are probably very passionate 
um, but can't get into employment. And on top of that, our government, and I, I do agree with you when you say it, the government has a great work to do. Um, our government really needs to help those schools, especially in the quintile, in the lower quintiles, one, mm-hmm. two, and three, to, to, to get them proper infrastructure. Because we can't be expecting children to enjoy coming to school if they've got pit latrines. They don't have proper infrastructure in the school. Um, you know, there's, there's no desks, there's not enough chairs. There's no motivation even for the teacher because there are no resources. So this needs to be done. And on top of that, community engagement, as you have said. So, Paul, I agree with you 100% in everything that you have said. And I believe that the work that you're doing at school days is going to make a difference. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you, Patricia. And and how uh, before we close off, how can we encourage our young people? Because it looks like the STEM subjects really didn't do well. Despite the fact that there's a recorded 80.1% pass rate, but the STEM subjects really struggled. And we know that a lot of uh, high school students drop out from math and start taking math literacy, something I did not have in my day. It was math higher grade or standard grade. And if really things were bad, it was lower grade. Uh, But how can we encourage young people in the STEM subjects? Well, that's the reality that, that we, we're faced with. You know, the science, technology, engineering, and maths, because that's the STEM that you're referring to, is, is around saying, and we have it. I mean, it's, it's in, our, in, in our nature to say, I can't do that. So if you give me an easy opportunity to not do it, then I won't do it. And that's where we need those teachers to come in and say, I think you can do this. I need to encourage you to do this. So, you know, drop science, drop maths, don't do technology. Engineering becomes something which is outside of the realms and maybe for only a few gifted kids. No. And, and yes, we shouldn't be offering maths literacy because maths literacy is, is beneath the level of what we need to do to, to be able to cope with our own lives and our budgets and managing a home and managing a family because you need to, you need to be a, a little bit above that. You need to be able to stretch yourself. So encouraging our youth to say, don't take the easy option. Don't take the path that looks wider and easier to go down. The narrow path is there and you need to go to your teachers and say, please help me. And parents, as parents, we need to say to our children, if you're not coping, don't go to the back of the classroom and hide away. Get in front of your teacher and say to your teacher, please help me. Because the greatest gift that a teacher has is when they manage to help and lift a child who thought they couldn't do it and they got them to do it. I was with a manager the other day, a a guy who's got a very senior position, a, a really good position in one of the major banks. And he was telling me that when he was at school, the easy way out was to like, oh, really, I'm not interested. And a teacher saw that he had an aptitude to do better. And she encouraged him to say, you can do this. I want you to, I want you to study. I want you to get your homework done. And she did it in a way that nurtured him. Today, he's been with the bank for 10 years. He's got a leadership role. He's got an influential role. And he sat with me and said, you know what? I don't know where I'd be if it weren't for that teacher who encouraged me. So we in society have a role as parents and as grandparents and as families to be able to say to our kids, if you can't get it right, go to your teacher and say, please help me. 
because that's what a teacher is there for. And we as parents, we don't have time. We don't have time to help kids with their, their homework. We, we're falling behind in trying to cope with what kids are doing technologically. And we, we've got to say to them, find your aptitude, realize your abilities, and, and get involved and go to your teachers. Because that builds the system. These are small building blocks, but they're mm. significant in the lives in your future life. And that's why I said earlier, you'll look back and say, that teacher got me to realize something I never knew I was capable of. And, and we have them. Uh, this country is not broken and forlorn. It, it's struggling. And we have a struggle in front of us. And, you, you know, we've got to step in there and say the school days of a child's life are real. Most and definitely. we've got to find ways in which we support our schools and the old schools and support our communities. And, and for me, the only way that we can collectively number you is to say, well, then join our school days program mm. and, and, and come on board with us and, and let's see how we can all make a difference because we care and bring those society. It's wonderful that you asked me to be on your show. <laughs> I'll be at late at night. And, and, and I trust that We've spoken a word of encouragement. Into well, most definitely, they... most definitely, <laughs> because I'm encouraged. I'm a parent too uh, to uh, children who are of school-going age, and I think the other thing that parents should not neglect, uh, Paul, is when there's a teacher. Because I'm I'm hypersensitive. I know how it mm. feels to have a teacher that's not good. Um, that's just you know that. There are teachers who are nasty, foul-mouthed, and so on. When a teacher is not good, if you interact with your children well enough, your child is going to tell you. And then you can be able to be active, you know, and, and have a meeting with that teacher so that your child knows that you are supporting them. Um, I think that we've got an onus there. But let's close off our conversation, Paul, so you can rest. Uh, how do we <laughs> get in touch with you and get to, to participate in school days? Uh, it, it's really easy. It's on the website. It's schooldays.co.za. Um, there is an app, um, the School Days Program. We have we have wonderful partnership engagement with Diskin, who have supported us in a way where you know we, we've modelled a lot of what we're doing um, in the rewards environment, similarly to what we did many years ago with my school and Woolworths. We don't compete. We're all there for a good common cause and schooldays.co.za is the site to go to. Sign up, register. There's no money involved. There's no cost. Uh, we're trying to help families to raise money to pay for school fees. Um, and, and that's what we're doing in school days. We have a, you know, our currency is a point is a rand and you can only use the money in school days to pay for school fees. Um, and we've, we've done incredibly well. We've pushed through 1 million members already in November last year. And we're rattling ahead and we're looking to get more businesses involved as well. Well, it sounds great. I'm going to definitely sign up and get myself on the program. Uh, Every Uh, random cent towards school fees is going to do me a great deal of help. Paul, thank you very much for joining us. Have a good evening. Thank you, Patricia. Good night.